Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <sighs> Woo! Whoa. What's that? That's excitement. Why? Just cuz. Cuz what? I don't know. You just happy? Yeah. I'm happy too. It, it was a good morning. I woke up. I'm well rested. It's just Woo! Yeah. They remember on the big show we were talking earlier about that person in your life that's just too positive and it's positive toxicity almost that's the thing now kk said it was i don't think that's a thing i bet you don't because it's you they never think it's a thing when it's them it's you there's nothing wrong with being positive no there's just something wrong with being too positive Mm. that's you Mm. but it doesn't matter this week you know why why because i'm just as positive with you hey it's the holiday show thanksgiving next week okay i am lit you know that's my favorite holiday uh-uh, I never knew it's that. It's my favorite day of the year. Why? Because you got to think about it like this. It's all my favorite things in one place. It's the only day of the year where that happens, okay. right? Mac family. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about family. Mm-hmm. My mama in there, my dad, my sisters, all the way down to my favorite uncles. It's lit, right? Food. Mm. You know I love food. <laughs> mac and cheese and that thing. Mm. My mama mac and cheese. You know what I'm saying? And the Cowboys. You oh, know how much I love to watch Cowboys game games. Day. See? Okay. It's family football. And food. Okay. So after I'm dealing with family and I eat a little bit of food, the Cowboys about to lose. It's lit. All right, you got three. <laughs> no, they, no, they're gonna year. win. They're gonna Katie, win. Katie, we lose every year. They're gonna win. This year is up though. They're gonna win. We're gonna win this year. You got the three F's and they're gonna win. I mean, all right. This is actually like my week where I'm happy. I I enjoy Thanksgiving more than my birthday. Really? Yeah, it's my favorite day. More than Christmas. No, no offense, Jesus. It's just <laughs> He looking down like, wait a minute. Yo, I used to love Christmas when I was a kid. Now I'm like, all right, how much money I'm about to spend? I broke, I'm going to be in January. Like, that's all Christmas feel like. Hey, all that money you saved? Yeah, get up. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, Christmas. Ah. (laughs) Hey, be like, aren't you happy it's Christmas? No. Uh -uh. Depends if you're the giver or the receiver. (laughs) Yep. When you be like, oh, I'm so happy it's Christmas, I know who you are. Yeah, you're the receiver. Okay. You're not the person shopping for the gifts, paying for the gifts, wrapping the gifts, hiding the the gifts. You're the one showered with the gifts. Yeah, you're the one who makes a list. Okay. You ain't the one who checks it twice. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, we know what it is. But don't worry about it. Happy holidays from us to you. you. (laughs) Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. We talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. We're your new favorite host. Woo! Or your money back. Shout out to all our regular listeners and our new listeners. Episode 140. We discovered last week we still celebrate 140 like it was 40. Yep, sure do. Ain't nothing changed. Mm-mm. Speaking of 40, 50, 60, 70, you seen them Taylor Swift tickets? Oh, my God. Yes, Katie, did I? You got to be out your mind. Ain't nobody paying that. Yeah, no, somebody paying it. I ain't paying it. You think they're going to pay? That's resale prices. You think yeah. they're going to pay that? Yes. They wouldn't be 
demanding that much if the supply wasn't what it was. Supply and demand, Katie. Somebody paying forty, fifty, all the way up to ninety thousand dollars to listen to everybody. Wait, it's yours truly, Brian McDaytime. Yo, yo, stop this. Nah, they laughed too hard stop at that. This. Nah, y'all laughed way too hard at my Brian McDaytime joke. It was that funny. That was funny. Wait. <laughs> it was dying. That's nah, me. I'm Brian McDaytime. Had a dream. Nah, go Katie. ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm not that. going anywhere. Finish that. I said I sing by myself. <laughs> I don't. But come on, yo. Like, come on, seriously. Fifty, sixty thousand dollars. She's not worth it. Come on, no. no. Like I ain't hating. First of all, no one's worth it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not personal. <laughs> I am not hating on her, but like, yo, what are we doing? Mm-mm. You paying that much to go see anybody or see anything? No. My mama could be performing. I'm, I'm going to ask her. Eh. Hey, oh, my. Eh. 50, though? You sure? <laughs> Yo, you, you, ain't, you can sing like that. <laughs> Come Since on, man. Yeah. You know how many teardrops would be on my guitar if, if I paid 90000 to sit in section 100? No. Flooded. Fam. No, I'm, a, I'm, sitting, I'm standing right where Kanye was. With two and Taylor's. Yeah, nah. Hey, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. But it's me, too. We both the problem. Nah, but, but, Put me on the mic. <laughs> you ain't the only problem here, Taylor. Nah, I'm sorry. Not for what I paid to get in here. Oh, no. You kidding me? Mm-mm. People are really paying that. You know what I do respect about her before I tell you where I'm at? All right, so making the band. Everybody may not remember making the band. Mm-hmm. But those of, you know, in the culture, remember. Remember Dylon? Yeah. Remember when Dylon said I'm top five? All time, it's me, Dylan, 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 and Dylan. <laughs> Yo, not tell is really that hmm. for the whole ten. That's you ever thought about that? No. She really did that in real life. Like, no, I'm really the top ten. Who's your favorite top ten? Me, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, <laughs> T Swift, <laughs> Tay Swift, <laughs> Tay Swizzy, <laughs> T S Double. <laughs> I don't know how many she got. Yo, she's the whole top 10. Drake is 11. But it's only because of remixes. Uh, it doesn't matter. Does it matter? Does it really matter? Because y'all, like, y'all find all the reasons in the world to make Drake shut up. And here come Taylor going, excuse me, I know you like that. But. But. <laughs> yeah. Payback is a motherfucker, ain't it? Nah. Gotta give credit you know where what? it's due. I'm huh? not even gonna lie. She's the only person I know who can re-record her previous albums, and it sounds the same. And people act like it's brand new music. Yeah, they show up and pay eighty thousand. <laughs> oh my god! Did you hear that reverb? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. And if it, and then they talk about, oh, she should do something about this. Do what? Tell us in somewhere in somebody's suite saying the same thing Michael Jordan said when they said his sneakers cost too much. Fuck them kids. <laughs> all right. That's why. Yo, all, right. all right. I said too much. Right. My bad. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's true, though. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> agrees. All right. All right. Here's where I'm at. on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get... Katie, we're going to do something a little different today. Okay. Not really, but we're going to make it seem like it's different. Mm. It's still why I'm mad, but it's got a little gravy on it. Okay. It's a holiday season. Mm-hmm. So this podcast is going to be a lot about the things I'm mad at and 
as normal, but the things I'm grateful for. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. It's Thanksgiving. Okay. So we're going to be grateful today. I like that. I want you to dig deep and be your your whole self today. Mm. You sure? No. Okay. But <laughs> let's see what happens. Okay. We might get canceled. They might love us more. But mm. either way, I want you to be thankful for being you today. I'm going to do the same thing. Say less. All right? All right. Here we go. Remember you asked for this. I did. Okay. Out the gate. Mm-hmm. Your generation. Mm-hmm. Why don't y'all respect y'all elders? That's Gen Z. I'm huh? a millennial. What you mean? No, I don't know if you qualify, Katie. Yes, I do. I'm a millennial. So I was before y'all. <laughs> nah, you you hanging on, though. I'm at the front of the bus. You in yeah, the back. I know, but I'm still in the millennial category. <laughs> I know, don't I don't know. you put me with them. All right, so the youth, right? Mm-hmm. You know who John Moran is? No. John Moran is like the best younger basketball player in the NBA. How old is he? He's young. You don't know who John Moran is? Mm-mm. What team he play for? The Grizzlies. That's why. I don't care about the no Grizzlies. John Moran is him, Katie. He's 23. That's Ja. You don't know Ja. Okay, I've seen him. Everybody. I just didn't know his name. I've seen him. Charles Barkley gave him a little bit of criticism. How did he say it? He said that John Moran doesn't make the people around. Okay. <laughs> John Moran doesn't make the people around him better, Kenny. Here why. <laughs> That's basically what he okay. said. And Jai told him knee pads. Yeah, I ain't know what it meant either, but I put two and two together, Kat. He basically told him, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. That's what he said to him, no. Kat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, wait. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 The youth doesn't respect their elders. Mm-mm. 21 Savage mm-hmm. said that Nas is irrelevant. No, he said he ain't say that. Katie, what he said then? I don't know. He said you're irrelevant. But I saw I saw a tweet afterwards where he said he wouldn't disrespect the legends before him, including Nas, because he respected Nas. Mm, is that what that that was? Either way, would you say that this generation doesn't respect their elders the way that your generation did and oh, my generation did? Oh, absolutely. Well, why do you think that is? Um, a sense of ooh. Part of it, I think, is a sense of entitlement now, and also. How they were raised, you know? Mm. Like, growing up, right? It was embedded in me, right? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. You know, like, manners and, you know, being polite and kind and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Where I feel like now, people aren't taught that same value of respect as much. And, you know, it may be because parents may be more lenient of that or... Now this generation doesn't care just in general because it's like, hey, we're smarter. You know, I feel like this newer generation, um, I feel like some of them feel like they're way more smarter. And it's like we don't have to pertain to the rules that y'all pertain to in the real world. I'm glad you said that. Because it's out of date. Yeah. They feel like things are out of date. And it's like, nah, we got to do it a new way, a different way, even if that means not respecting people the same. And see, that's the thing, right? Because I was thinking about this. Like, why does it seem like, and and maybe it's not even a change because I feel like when I was younger, the generation above mine was saying the same thing. I remember being younger in that generation saying, oh, you don't know anything. You're youngins. That that music is trash. Your, your attitude is trash. But this generation is different. It's gotten out of hand, Katie. Mm. It's out of control. Mm-hmm. And the entitlement is at a whole new level. Mm-hmm. But that's not exactly why I'm mad. What I'm mad about is I think the morals have changed in the household. Oh, absolutely. And the reason I know this, because it changed within my own family. And what? here's why I'm actually mad. 
My parents, a lot like a lot of parents, because I was talking to my barber about this, I couldn't do nothing in my house. Katie, nothing. Why these lights on in this room if you ain't in here? Mm -hmm. Why is multiple boxes of cereal open if you can only eat one at a time? Mm. You know <laughs> why? Don't don't say lie in this house. It's fib. Mm -hmm. It's tell a story. Mm. You ain't do nothing, right? Why are you using all the paper towels? Use the towel, towel. that you can put mm -hmm. in the washing machine to save some money. But when my parents come see me, you know how many times I gotta ask my mama why the closet light on? Have you ever had three women you love with all your heart visit you for the weekend and you bought 30, 30 rolls of paper, 30 rolls of toilet paper, and it's still gone? Mm -hmm. You ever seen a woman wrap toilet paper around like it's a glove, Katie? My mom. Why don't they have the same morals they used to have? And it's not even that. What is it? My mom be creating extra dishes. Why are you creating extra dishes? Why? Right? Why are you using a cup once? Yep. And then putting it in the sink. That what are you same doing? Yeah. Okay, no, we were using that cup. They All forget right? everything they taught you. See what I'm saying? They forget everything they taught you. Everything you taught me not to do when I was younger, you doing it now. Mm -hmm. And you can't say nothing, right? Nope. As soon as you do, who are you talking to? And I want to say, so bad I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. Is you, my mama. Exactly. Right, you got to eat it. Exactly. And they Wait. put the script on you. <laughs> yeah. You don't got to follow the same rules, and that's why I feel like this generation is getting away with murder. They are talking to the elders crazy, because if you really knew who Charles Barkley was, hey, John Morant couldn't talk to Charles like that. Mm -mm. But you know, he don't know, because he wasn't there. Okay, so here's another thing. I think generations before us start to get a little bit softer, right? So for an example... My grandmother was always strict with her kids. Yeah. Well, as soon as I was born, everything was soft and love and cuddles and sweet thing. And my mom was like, "What? where was this mother? What are we doing here? When I was growing up. What, yeah. what type of woman are you? You become a new woman. See? And I don't know what it is about age yeah. and getting older that you just start to get softer, you know, and you loosen up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe because, you know, life is really short. Mm-hmm. You know? You start to see some things differently. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I read an article the other day that said, as siblings, you have to realize that y'all didn't all have the same parent. Mm. That was deep. Right? Because as siblings, you think, hey, we was all raised by the same mom, the same dad, or maybe, maybe the same mom and dad. No, he wasn't. Oldest got a whole different set of parents than the youngest, mm -hmm. than the middle. Mm-hmm. parent, like, my parents was tired. By the time the baby came. So then the you baby gets to do whatever. Whatever she wants to this day. I feel like Deontay Wilder. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> yo, she. <laughs> she do whatever she wants. I'm sitting there like, you got to be kidding me. I wouldn't have got away with that. Mm -hmm. We don't all get the same parents. Right? Like, that's a thing to where we all were raised by the same parents. But not the same parents. Mm -hmm. Which is why, typically, the oldest, that's the one. That's Hemothy. Hurrithy. Mm. No? Yeah. It's true. All right. Nah, maybe not that one because they're going to kill me for that. Yeah. But <laughs> that's something to consider. Mm. This generation is a little bit different. Is it because of the kids or is it because of the parents? That's something we got to think about and talk about at some point. I think it's how they're raised. So that means it's the parents. Mm -hmm. All right. Who's next? Next reason I'm mad is because people... Try to fool you. They do. Mm. And I saw something that said, some people act like you're hard to deal with because you're not easy to fool. Mm. Ooh. 
That's deep. I felt that. That's. Mm. I felt that. There's a lot of times in my life, Katie, when I wish I would have known that quote because you got somebody who is treating you as if you are difficult to deal with. You are too much. When in reality, when you look back on it, all it really was, they couldn't manipulate you. They couldn't fool with you. They couldn't play with you the way they played with a lot of other people. You had a difference of opinion. You spoke up for yourself. You didn't go along to get along. And all of a sudden, now you become difficult. Now, we all know the difficult person. Mm -hmm. That's actually difficult. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do. But some people will label you as difficult when they simply just can't bullshit you. I'm mad at that because I didn't realize in those moments that, oh, maybe I am difficult. No, I want that. Mm -mm. You just can't play with me like that. Exactly. There's a difference. Someone needs to know that so that you don't allow the person to continue to manipulate you by making you feel like it's you. And in all actuality, it's them. Mm -hmm. You felt that? Oh, yeah. All right, Sayla. Who's next? I'm mad at something that I don't want to be mad at anymore. I know. What do you mean? Explain. <sighs> Explain. Let's, let's talk about it. Mm. I don't think I want to be mad at racism anymore. I'm over it. Okay, well, why? Let's talk about if this can be a thing. You know how, like, sometimes you're in a relationship with somebody you love, but there's something about them that they do something that you don't necessarily agree with, but you know you can't change it. Mm-hmm. At some point, you either have to say, I'm leaving them because of this or I may accept it mm-hmm. because I don't have any other choice. Right. That's how I feel about racism. When Elon Musk took over Twitter and said everybody gets free speech, and the N-word went from 20% to 100% or whatever the change was, right? You started to see N-word, 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 right? You see that. And of course, like anything else when you're black, when something like that happens, they're like, oh, it's not even news. Who even cares? Mm-hmm. This wasn't even something that was truly discussed across most platforms. Most people don't even know this happened. But there was like a point in time, and still to this moment, if you Google or if you search the N-word on Twitter, you will see some things that you really don't want to see. Then I was on black Twitter like I normally am, and I looked at some of the comments, and most of the stories had a tweet here or a tweet there that was like, here they go again. You can put them anywhere, and they're violent. And they're, you know, like, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, you know what? This is stupid. Why do I care? Why am I mad about this? At some point in that relationship, you have to say to yourself, if I'm going to continue to be with this person, I have to accept that they're this way. That's kind of how I feel about the world right now. I can't change it. I can't change the violence. I can't change the ignorance. I can't change the hate. I can't change any of the mentalities that these people have. I certainly can't change racism. So as much as I spent the last couple of years of my life standing at the forefront and getting in front of this mic and trying to fight. Hey, man, if you want to be racist, go ahead and do it. I'm over it, okay? I don't want to be mad at racism anymore, ever again. I don't ever want to see a racist comment, video, person, or anything, and be mad anymore. Am I wrong for that? How do you feel? Take it away. I'm not going to say that you're wrong for that feeling, but I'm just going to say, imagine if everyone had that same feeling as you, right? Imagine if everyone decided, hey, 
I'm not going to be mad at this, blah, 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 whatever, right? And I'm not going to keep arguing this down or fighting, right? Mm. If that happened, there would have never been a civil rights movement. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I there think about... There would have never been at least the somewhat progress that we've made if someone didn't fight and then bring a, you know, a mass majority of people to fight with them. The thing is that, well, how I think you're seeing it is you're one person that's like, uh, right? Mm-hmm. But there's strength in numbers. So if you keep speaking your truths and how you feel, and someone's like, hey, I feel the same way of him. And another one's like, hey, and hey, and hey, 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 hey. We can all fight this same battle. Just like how you did that video, right? Where you were like, us as black people had to stick together, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't think that was going to do numbers, but you were fighting how you felt. Yeah. Millions was mm-hmm. like, I agree with that message. And that fucking message spread. It went crazy. So imagine that power, even though it's annoying and you're tired of seeing it, I'm tired of seeing it too. Because I'm like, okay, there is going to be a point where, you know, if you're going to be racist, you're going to be racist, right? And that's who you are. But I can shut it out where you're going to be racist at home versus being racist in public. Because you're not going to talk to me in public however you think you can just because you think you can get away with it. Right. But if we fight that fight, you can go back to being a closeted racist where you know it's not okay to say this publicly. I think too many people who are racist now think it's okay to say it publicly because of that uh, mentality of, you know what, whatever. you know, Or, you know, we can't, you know, I'm just tired of this. But if we keep fighting for this, those who feel that way are going to realize, okay, wait, 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 wait. This is really going to affect me if I say something publicly. Yeah. So if I'm going to be racist, I'm going to be racist behind closed doors. Okay, so... That was well said, first of all. Um, and I didn't want to cut you off because you was cooking. But I don't mean, like, I'm going to stop fighting. Okay. Never that. Yeah. Never that, right? Because I actually think about, at times, what Martin Luther King must have felt every day when he had to go out there and keep fighting. I imagine he was scared every day, every single day, right? Like, what's going to come up this? Who's at? Who's in the crowd? As I go up here and, sp- and speak, who's in this crowd as I go over here and talk to this group of people? Who's in this circle? You know, like I'm never worried about the fight, but the way it affects me, mm. I'm done with that. I'm not mad at it anymore. Okay. Like I'm going to continue to fight for it. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I just feel like I realize what's really going on. And I rather help from here, not in the front lines. Here's what I mean. Kyrie Irving, Dave Chappelle. We've not necessarily dove into it. For me personally, it's because I'm trying to educate myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I feel like we live in this world where everybody is so quick to speak. Everybody just wants to have an opinion. Before a lot of them even do the research, read something, listen to both sides. Like, diligently, actually listen, not just read this, read that. Okay, now I'm ready to talk. Man, this era is full of people that are so quick to just talk. They don't stop to think about what does this actually mean, that I'm, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. what I'm giving to the people. And I don't want to be that person. So there are times when I'm like, that's not really my battle. That's not my fight. I don't know. So before I jumped into that, first of all, I didn't want to be a hypocrite because there are a lot of times when I hear people speak about the black community, and they're not black. Mm-hmm. And my first thought is, what are you doing? What are you doing? You think you're helping, 
But you're not. Exactly. Because you haven't experienced that you're not black. How could you possibly know? So what do I look like saying, hey, the Jewish community shouldn't be offended? Not Jewish. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd be a hypocrite if I did that. At the same time, I'm not jumping on Kyrie or anyone else that's saying something because I'm trying to do a little bit more research on what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be the guy that tells the Jewish community to not be offended. I'm not going to be the guy that tells Kyrie to shut up. I'm trying to educate myself. But while I'm doing that, I will say this. When I see that Kyrie says whatever it is he says, and he gets a list of things to apologize for, I don't feel like that energy is kept whenever there's an African-American that's offended by someone in another community that says something. I don't feel like they get a checklist Mm -hmm. of things that they have to do in order to fix this now. You just get to say sorry and it's over. Mm -hmm. We move on. Mm -hmm. Well, he said sorry. Not maybe in the way they wanted him to, but he did. He said, I can't be anti-Semitic because, well, I'm black. And if you do a little bit of research, you'll understand why he said that. But if you don't, you'll just say that wasn't a sorry and now he has to do these things. But then why doesn't everybody have to do those things? Mm -hmm. And that's my only position of, well, is that fair? Keep that same energy. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Because I've been in situations where something happened where both sides, both parties were offended. Right? And then you say something because of the fact that you felt like your culture was challenged and offended. And then all of a sudden, you have to apologize for what you said, when in reality, what you said was a reaction to something that happened that was clearly an insult to your culture. Mm -hmm. There will never be an apology from that side of it, but I have to apologize. And it kind of seems as if, the person of color in that situation always has to apologize. And not only apologize, there's a checklist of things you have to do behind it. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about buck breaking. Have you ever heard what that is? No. So during times of slavery, they would take the strongest and the most aggressive slave. And they would basically break them down in front of all the other slaves. Mm. Beat them up, do whatever they had to do in order to show the other slaves if he can't play with us like this, what would make you think you can? So that they get it. And that's a whole thing. And when you watch Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick's doc on Netflix, it kind of shows you that a little bit in ways I won't really get into. But you can kind of look at it as, okay, Kyrie, you got some money, you got a nice little handle on you. You're in a position, you got a nice little platform, and you're saying too much. Now, we need you to do all these things so that you can show everyone else. Don't try it. We're going to make an example out of you. We're going to make an example out of you. Mm -hmm. And then you get Chappelle, who comes up and tries to speak about this in ways that, me personally, I accept that I don't know. Because never been in Hollywood at that level. Mm -hmm. We know Chappelle ran away from something. $50 million? Yeah. We'll make you run away from $50 million and go, hey, I actually don't want to talk to any of y'all. For, for for seven years or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Something happened. I don't know what, but something happened. Then he got up there and did what he did, and then all of a sudden, there's a lot of people saying that they're offended again, and I'm just trying to understand why, because I still don't know. Mm-hmm. 
saw a lot of Jewish people saying they are offended. I saw a lot of Jewish people saying they're not. So I'm just doing my research before I come out and say something that I am just not exactly educated in the area of how I'm addressing it or expressing it. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, what I do know is it certainly doesn't appear to be fair. And life's not fair, so who gives a shit, right? But it doesn't appear to be same energy when it comes to one of us speaking about another culture as it is when another culture is speaking about one of us. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all I got. Um, Outside of everything else, I genuinely do stand with everybody and don't understand why anybody is mad about what somebody else's life is is really made of if it don't affect you. Mm -hmm. But that's how I see it. Did I miss anything? Is there anything you want to add? You said that perfectly. 100%. All right. So... When I have more information on this situation, I'll speak more to it, but let's just keep the same energy and let's be just as willing to listen as we are to speak. And if you are offended, we'll talk about it. But be specific with what you are offended by. Mm -hmm. It don't count for nothing to just say, hey, I'm offended. Whoa. Well, what are you offended by? So that others can learn. Exactly. And understand. We're willing to learn and understand it, but you have to have a reason you're offended. Just stop just yelling you offended. Why? Be just as willing to teach as you are to preach. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's next? Last reason I'm mad. I'm not really mad, but I do want to address this because it happens so often. A lot of times I get this... Uh, I like that mo expression from people who mean it as a compliment. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to address it because sometime in life you hear something so often that unless you're just a complete arrogant narcissist, you ask yourself, is there something here for me to learn from it? Maybe there is, maybe there's not, right? I always hear this. I like that mo. I want that mo. And what people mean by that is they like the mo that they get from in the moment as opposed to, I guess, the mo that they get from the Big Show or Jaden Moe. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. Never have been. I've heard it for four years, right? Like, all the time. Man, I listen to your podcast. That's the mo. I like that mo. That mo. Bring that mo to that. And this mo to that. And that. After a while, I was just like, all right. Kind of tired of this. Here's why. I kind of feel like it should be obvious, Katie. I do. Like... In terms of the mo that I am, I'm always the same mo. Always. But I'm like anybody else. If you put me in this room where I'm extra comfortable, because, like, let's say that's my entire family, it's going to be a different person. Mm-hmm. If you put me in this room where I don't know anyone, it's going to be a different person. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that, like, literally everybody on the planet? Mm-hmm. So when I think of in terms of the big show, I have thought long and long about this on how can I explain to people why you should not expect to hear the same mo. I didn't know how to put it really simply because to me, it should have been simple to begin with. I found it. All right, so look at it like this. In terms of the big show, right, when I think of the percentage of what the content is, you think of marriage. Mm -hmm. I've never been married. You think of kids. 
I don't have kids. You think of dogs. I don't have dogs. You think of just white culture in general. No disrespect, but I'm not white. I don't know any of this. I didn't grow up with it. Same way you probably didn't grow up with black culture if you're white, right? So if you think of white culture, dogs, marriage, and kids, what percentage would you say that is of the big show? 80. I was thinking 85. (laughs) So that's about right. Mm -hmm. That means 80 to 85% of the time, I am outside of my comfort zone. I don't have any of that Mm -hmm. to really speak to, but I do my best, Mm -hmm. and I have, right? But no one has ever stopped to go, man, that's an away game and a half for him. Like, how could he possibly be the same amount of comfortable in that environment that he would be on in the moment when literally everything we talk about is coming from some place of my mind in which obviously that's my 1,000% comfort zone? Why would you think that that would be the same person? Not that it would be the same person, but that at some point you would want to change that environment. What do you mean? Bring the comfort to that environment. If that environment naturally isn't your comfort place, well, what can you do to change that and make it your comfort place? I can't. See, but Mm -hmm. that's just the thing in my mind is sometimes you have to be outside your comfort zone. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to be. Most people are not even willing to voluntarily step out of their comfort zone for a day or two. I live outside of my comfort zone. I have for the last four and some years. I Like, I live there. And it's not them. Like, people take it as, like, it's the environment, it's the people. It's none of that. It's the content. I, I just don't relate to the con- I just gave you 80% of the content. I, I, I'm, I'm not from that. I don't have any of that. You know what I mean? I express myself the best way I can within those parameters. But if we're being honest, that's not my wheelhouse. I don't have the most experience at any one of those things because I've never experienced it. Mm-hmm. And I've also discovered that radio is the only place in life where you being a listener will not benefit you. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you go anywhere else in life, they're like, you're such a good listener. I want to talk to you. You come to radio, they're like, talk! <laughs> and it's like, oh, my bad for not cutting you off. <laughs> right. I, was, I was letting you finish your thought. Oops. <laughs> my bad. I, I thought I was just listening and observing. And, and you know what I mean? But you do that too long and people are like, ah! So it's like, it, it kind of hit me. Like, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm confused as to why people wouldn't realize that, well, yeah, I'm, I'm giving you the same me, but there are moments on a big show when it's like, oh, this is my wheelhouse right here. We mm-hmm. done found it. I do this. And then you see Mo. And then Mo's comfortable there. But 80% of the time, yeah, I'm just, I'm giving you all I got. But that ain't my wheelhouse. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why you wouldn't get that Mo or this Mo or whatever Mo that you feel like you should have. Because I don't even know what Mo I am anymore, Katie. You're Mo. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> you see my point? It's stupid. All right. Thank y'all for listening to part one of In The Moment. Happy holidays to you and yours. And stay tuned for part two of episode 140. There are a lot of people, unfortunately, who have to spend the holidays alone. And, you know, this time of year may start to make you feel anxious. And maybe you aren't going out as much as you were over the summer. And these are a lot of the signs that maybe it would help to talk to somebody. And you can do that. You can start for free with Port Counseling Group. That's P-O-R-T Counseling Group. 
Port specializes in redefining the roles you've played in your family, getting through the holidays after experiencing loss, co-parenting, premarital counseling, family of origin issues, breaking negative patterns, and so much more. Even if you don't think therapy is up your alley, you can talk to Port's lead counselor, Miranda, for free to determine if it's the right fit for you. Wait, I can talk to her for free? For free! I didn't know that. See? You better call Miranda and stop playing. I know. There's a lot of people don't realize that, yes, I know therapy is typically extremely expensive, but what if you can actually get someone who can point you in the right direction for free? I like that. Then you might be able to give it a better chance. And Port can help you to navigate those difficult and hard to respond to questions you'll be getting from your family this holiday season. So don't feel like you are alone if you do find yourself in a position where you might have to be alone for the holiday season. Reach out to Port Counseling Group, and they'll be willing to help you get through whatever it is you are experiencing. It's important to have someone to talk to around the holidays. Speak to someone today at portcg.com slash moment. That's moment. M-O-E-M-E-N-T.